Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Rebel Film Club. Uh, I'm not going to lie, this one might sound a little bit differently because I kind of just threw this together last minute. My wife and kids are asleep. I came downstairs to get some work done and I thought, hey, why not make a podcast? Uh, I actually have a reason behind it, too. I'm the only person I'm not interviewing anybody today. It's just me. I know those are kind of boring episodes, but I want to talk about the 48-hour film festival. This past weekend, uh, the Rebel Film Club did a 48-hour film festival. What that means is you basically make a film in 48 hours. So Friday night, we got all the information, and Sunday, we turned in a final product. Uh, it was totally draining and exhilarating and awesome. I try to tell people it's like um, it's like a runner in a marathon. You know, they train for a while and they run it. They feel a sense of accomplishment, but they are drained going across that finish line. Um, I trained by watching movies, <laughs> so I've been training all my life, I guess. But it was uh, it was great fun. By the way, this might sound a little bit different today. Like I said, I threw this together, so I'm on. A completely different mic than what I'm used to being on and I'm not running into a mixer into an audio recorder I'm running right into Adobe audition um, half you probably don't even I'd say most of you don't even know what that means it's okay you don't have to it's behind the scenes anyways back to the 48-hour film festival I signed in under um, our team was team rebel film club I directed the film uh, we had writers so what 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 it basically is is you get um, you you pick out a genre, right? You get to pick two genres, and then you get to pick which one you want out of those two. And they can be a number of anything. I was kind of hoping for a musical western. I would have picked western, but I would have thought about doing a western musical. Anyways, that's off topic. Um, our genre that we drew Friday night at um, 7 was um, road movie or sci-fi. So sci-fi is like Star Wars or Close Encounter of the Third Kind. Road movies like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, a, a good road movie. Vacation, you know, National Lampoon's Vacation. Um, I would consider Drive a road movie. Uh, I don't know, I'm not as familiar. But, any you know, any kind of caper that takes place on the open road. So we had sci-fi or we had road movie. So I decided to challenge myself and put those two together. So we did a sci-fi road movie. Um, So Friday night, we got the topic. We got everything. Um, You also have to have a... They give you a line of dialogue that you have to have. They give you a prop that has to be seen and a character that has to be physically seen in the movie. So the prop was... Um, a hat that was not a baseball cap. Um, the line of dialogue is, she should be here any minute. And then the character um, that has to be shown was either Alex or Alexis Brownstone, the waitress or waiter. So they give you a, a pretty solid character. So Friday night, um, we sat down to write. Corey Dahman was there. Sam Arnold, you guys know them. They've been on the show before. Um, my boss, Jackie Lenati, was there. Brilliant filmmaker herself. Um, she had her daughter there. I had my wife, Kim. We met at Kim's coffee shop, Coffee Cove. Shameless plug. If you haven't been there, go try it out. It's in Lake Latawana. It's very, very yummy. Um, so we... <laughs> it was it was kind of a, an eventful 
thing. We all just started tossing out ideas, and it it was it was kind of I had actually saw it happening this way. Originally, in my head, I only wanted one or two writers. I thought if we get a room full of five to ten people, it's it's just going to be a sloppy mess, and that's kind of what it turned into. You know, uh, there was six of us in the room. And eventually it turned into a dick measuring contest. We were just talking over each other. It was just, I mean, it got bad. It got real bad. But at, at some point in there, we got into a flow. We came up with a story. And um, we casted it and planned locations and whatnot. But I, 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 then I came home and typed up the script. You know, I was up till, I think I went to bed at 4.30 on Friday. And I got up at seven to start shooting, so it was it was pretty gnarly, and um, so we shot the movie here in Blue Springs, Lake Lotawana, and Lone Jack. Um, Robert, who Robert Hamilton is a good, great buddy of mine, brilliant brilliant man, um, was the lead character. He was also one of the writers. He's never actually been on the podcast, but the dude loves movies almost as much as I do. I got to get him on here eventually. So, Robert, if you're listening, this is your invitation. Um, we shot all day, all day uh, Saturday. You know, it was a road movie, so we did a lot of stuff in the car. And it was just Robert and me. So, Robert was driving and acting while I was holding the camera, you know, and trying to keep as still as possible. Um, and we rode around Lake Latawana because it's only 15 miles an hour. And it looked pretty and all this stuff. The The big problem was um, my wife made us biscuits and gravy that morning. And I had like two biscuits and you know gravy. We get in the car and we're driving around the lake. And it's, you know, winding left, right. Just these really sharp turns. And Robert's acting is getting so intense. And he's speeding up while he's driving. I got super duper car sick. I could feel the biscuits and gravy sloshing around in my belly like it was Kool-Aid or something. We had to take a few breaks just so I could, you know, not throw up. But it was still a blast, you know. We filmed uh, a lot of driving scenes um, in Lake Lotawana. It was it was good, man. Robert Robert was uh, ran a gauntlet. I pushed him. I pushed him super hard to get a lot of emotion out. He was emoting already, and I was like, "I'm I'm gonna drive you to the edge of insanity." And I think I did, man. I think I did. Um, said some things to get him there that I'm not proud of, and it, you know it hurts thinking about it. But I think it really shows on the screen. You know, uh, I think I think he has the possibility of winning uh, the best actor award. It was it was pretty money. Um, and then we shot at um, Kim's family's house. They have a beautiful little uh, lake and. I got to do some drone footage of the car driving because it's a road movie. You got to do some drone footage. Uh, we got to do our big surprise ending out there, which took a lot of visual effects. I'll get into that more a little bit later. Um, it was a blast. Oh, and we shot at the coffee shop after that. Um, Robert and Kim had a, a scene together that kind of came out pretty cool. Uh, I came out great. I'm just underplaying it because I wanted to get to the next topic. Uh, it was it was really cool because I did a short film uh, two what, three four years ago called uh, Joanna. It was a western, and you know it was like the first big thing that I did. That was my first marathon. I, I guess I would say you know I wanted to get it done, so I did it. 
and they played opposite each other, you know. And uh, it was cool to have them playing opposite each other again to see how far we've come and how far we've grown. And um, I was I was bushed by that time. I was just tired. By the time we started filming, it was like three o'clock on Saturday. We'd already been filming since like eight a.m. that day. So Jackie, my boss, came in. She was assistant director. I let her I let her direct that scene, and she killed it. It's one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Like she just did great she i mean kim said she preferred um jackie directing her over me and i'm like yeah me too it was it was amazing you know i still set up the cameras and um but i let jackie kind of take over so i could sit on the couch and rest and it was totally worth it totally nailed it and then uh so saturday i started editing the scenes together um seeing what we missed and you know, how to piece together a cohesive story out of what we came up with. And, um, which is difficult, you know, it always is because scenes don't always go the way you think they should, uh, the way you thought in your head originally when you typed the script or when you storyboarded, uh, there's, you know, three writers on the film. You've got the, the writer in the beginning, you've got the actor, and then you got the editor, you know, and somewhere in there, the director has a hand stirring the pot because he's telling the story but the story changes so many times it evolves and it's beautiful but uh so i did a little bit more in um in editing so i got all my scenes edited which was like i said tough to do i rearranged the story and then i started um working on the visual effects uh because it's sci-fi at the you know throughout the whole thing and Oh man, it's it's gnarly. I don't want to give anything away, but I feel like some of you will be listening to this after it's out online. So uh, maybe I should do like a spoiler alert. No, 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 no. I'm gonna. I'm, you'll see it. You'll see the ending, and you'll be like, "Holy cow!" Uh, the the ending, the few ending shots that have the uh, special effects in it were. I'm really proud of. I think. Um, I push myself to really try to sell it and make make everything look realistic, you know. And so um if you watch it and you listen to this, let me know what you think. I'd be interested. <laughs> I'm probably not interested. If you type something bad, I'm just going to delete it. Um hang on, I need a drink. It's like 10:35 on a Tuesday and I'm worn out. So give me a second. This episode of the Rebel Film Club is brought to you by Lipton Iced Tea. Um, another big aspect, another huge, beautiful element is the music. I think the music in this film is absolutely stunning. I think we might win best score. Um, and the reason is, um, two two big reasons. Um, a few, like last month, I got, to, I got the pleasure of filming... Uh, awesome Kansas City artist. Her name's Nikki Scruggs. She played at the coffee shop, Shameless Plug, in Lake Lottawana. It's my wife's coffee shop called Coffee Cove. Come try it out. She played there, and I recorded her um, doing the whole live set, and I made a, f- a few videos of it. And uh, She just has some... Some of her original songs are just hauntingly awesome. Like, just amazing. Professional... She's her songwriting is incredible, blows me away, and so I talked to her that night. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm gonna make a movie. I'm gonna put one of your songs in it, and she loved the idea. 
So I got there to sign the paperwork on it, and it it's one of the, it opens up the movie, and it's I mean it sets the tone. It's brilliant. I mean you'll see, hopefully if you if you listen to this, hopefully you'll watch the movie, or if you watch the movie maybe you'll listen to this. Um, yeah, it's it's fantastic, and that's the the version that you hear in the film is the live version from Coffee Cove. Um, it's it's just so I, I I dare I say sexy. It's got like a bluesy cool vibe to it now the other half of the film's music is called the score and it was um the score was composed by a good friend of mine for for a long time michael stouffer um and this dude i don't know if you guys know stouffer but he's super talented um so we sat down he came out saturday while we were filming and you know, I sent them the script, and he was like, so what are you thinking for this scene? What are you thinking for this scene? What are you thinking for... And I was like, ah, I'm thinking more like a cool Stranger Things, or this one's got to be exciting and then kind of swell down, and this one's just supposed to be kind of cool coffee shop music. And I, I probably was like the most vague person ever, and I had it in my head what these songs were going to sound like. And then he sent them to me Sunday, and they were incredible. Oh, man watch the movie and listen to the music. Michael Stouffer nailed it. Like it was I told him what I want, he gave me that and then some. Plus he put some style to it. Like it it's incredible. Like I I I have to reuse these songs and some other stuff because I want them to get heard as many times as they can. So like I said, watch the movie, listen to the music. Um we also I edited a bunch of um Foley and sound effects in um, the titles. We did a couple of, like I said, I did a few more visual effects shots and some motion graphics. I don't know. I think for a 48-hour film, like being starting Friday at 7 and ending Sunday at 7, I think it came together pretty nice. I love the color grade on it. I was kind of inspired by the Netflix show Ozark because we were shooting at the lake. So... Uh, yeah, just watch it. Tell me what you think. It was it was pretty brilliant. This is my first forty eight hour film festival. Uh, I'm proud of it. I had a blast. I'm worn out. Uh, I only slept. Let's see. Saturday I edited till about four, and then I got up at seven to edit some more. So I think collectively I got like four or five hours of sleep that weekend. But I got to tell you, turning that film in on time. I think we we're an hour early. Was magical it was majestic it was cool my my wife was super helpful all weekend i wouldn't i wouldn't have gotten it done without her she she jumped over through hoops leaps and bounds just to make sure you know i I did this and it was it was cool Uh, i've never had so many people believe in me and that's i mean if you don't have anyone believing in you you're missing out like it incredible so we've got the big screening tomorrow. So what happens is, so we turn the movie in, and then uh, on Wednesday, August 23rd, they put them all together. There was 22 teams, 21 teams turned in a final product on time. Um, and so Wednesday night, they're going to play all of them, and they're going to give out awards. So you get to see what other people made. People get to see your stuff. I'm super stoked about seeing what we made on the big screen in a theater. I've never had any movie that I've ever made or any video played on a big screen like that in a movie theater, you know, that I know of. So I'm, I'm, 
I'm ecstatic about that, you know. And the cast and crew's coming out. It's it's gonna be a good time. Like I'm I'm excited for the premiere. Like more than what I should. I'm like, can I show up like five hours early and just hang out until people come talk to me about my movie? It's gonna be cool. I'm I'm super excited to see other people's films too. I mean, I wanna see what people do in forty eight hours, you know? And I'm like, did I use my time right? Am I am I on par with everyone else, you know? I made a 48-second trailer. It's on Facebook and YouTube right now. It's cool. Uh, it really showcases Michael Stouffer's music. But I just I love the idea of a screening. Like that's that's the way to go from now on. Anytime I make a movie, I'm gonna have to rent out a movie theater. Hang on, uh, Lipton iced tea commercial coming in three, two, one. They aren't paying me. I don't have a sponsor. Um, but yeah, no, that's really all I wanted to talk about. My um, a friend of mine, Drew Martin, is um, one of the producers on the Forty Eight Hour Film Club, or Forty Eight Hour Film Project. Um, told me he's like, you know, he he's like, you should do it. You should do it. And I was, I had hes, I was few hesitations about it, but um, he was like, nah, whatever, man, don't do it there if you don't want to. And I was like, no, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> so I signed up and did it. So a sh- big shout out to Drew, who I want to get on the show. He's he's a brilliant uh, man behind the camera and a hell of an editor. Like, he's got an eye for it. We actually did some work together at Comic-Con uh, this year, which that's a whole other podcast in general. But I'm going to I'm gonna keep this podcast short and sweet. Um, I think I'm at like 18 minutes right now. I, I'll keep it right around 20, so I've got to kind of wrap it up. Um, if you want to be on the podcast, give me a holler. Uh, you can message me on Facebook, Rebel Film Club, or you can send us a email at rebelfilmclub uh, at gmail.com. Uh, you probably know the website if you're listening to this. You can find us on there. You can send us uh, a request on there. Uh, let's see, what movies am I watching right now? Now I'm just watching the countdown on, on my on a Adobe Audition, wait for it to get to 20 minutes even. I'm going to see if I can land it like it's a tank of gas. Um, I did watch Ozark. Ozark was good. I'm watching Game of Thrones, which has been blowing my mind and um, really big into Rick and Morty right now. So if you haven't watched those shows, be sure to get on that. We can talk about it whenever we hang out. I love talking some Game of Thrones, and I love getting swifty on some Rick and Morty. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Short, sweet. Sorry I haven't been posting a lot lately. It's been hella busy. Um, I love you guys. I hope you love the show. Share this. If you can, if you're listening to this before the premiere of the $48 Film Festival, come on out. I want I want you to see the film, and I want you to say hi to me. Um, all the support. I'll high-five you. I'll give you a crisp high-five. The best, most crispest high-five you've ever had in your life. Uh, but big shout-out to the Rebel Film Club team. Just killing it at the 48-hour film festival. I, I'm Hopefully, I'll do another uh, podcast update with uh, how we did. If you're interested in hearing it, if you want to hear how we did it, I'm sure I'll take care of that for you. So thank you guys so much. Please have a, a great rest of your day, night, life. Anyways, I'm really bad at goodbyes, so... Just kidding. I'm still here. (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good night.